This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. One story every day that matters. Delve into the issues that impact you. Whether you're in need of a better understanding of the world around you or simply seeking inspiration or unique perspectives, you'll find it all here. It's a story that's made headlines here and abroad. An audacious prison escape, an apparent cover-up, and a failed break for freedom. The details now emerging of how Tabo Beste fled his jail cell and continued evading justice defy belief. Just as alarming is the fact that the convicted rapist and murderer would probably still be at large were it not for the work of dedicated investigative journalists. Their reports alerted authorities, apparently asleep at the wheel, that far from dying in a prison fire, Bester was alive, well, and on the loose. In our next story, we hear from one of the prisoners closest to him in the months before his escape. He is an embarrassing incident of security breach. Serial scammer to convicted rapist and murderer. Now questions over whether the convicted Facebook rapist Tabo Besta is alive or not are intensifying. On the run from a justice system blindsided by a sensational prison break. Reports have surfaced that Besta may be alive and that he escaped from prison. Then an arrest thousands of kilometers from where he made his escape, his softly spoken accomplice at his side. His girlfriend, Dr. Nantipa Makutumana, touched down at the Lanseria airport. The villain back behind bars. Uncomfortable questions now being asked of prison officials. Their answers exposing the rot at a privately run facility. This escape was done with the assistance of three people. Now, a story that ranks as one of the country's most sordid of recent times is told from the inside by a fellow inmate of the man they call the Facebook rapist, Tabo Beska. An undignified return to South Africa for a couple who for months thumbed their noses at authority. At Bester's side, his alleged accomplice, Dr. Nandipa Makudumana. Arrested in Tanzania, close to the border with Kenya, they were flown back to the country on board a chartered plane. Separated from her fellow fugitive, Dr. Nandipa was taken to a holding cell before appearing in court. A celebrity doctor with expensive taste, Nandipa Makudumana has known Bester since university. After his conviction for murder and rape, she began visiting him in prison. He'd been serving time since 2012. Some would say a fitting end for a man who'd long demonstrated a criminal instinct. Through his teens, he'd run petty scams and use social media to lure women before raping and robbing them. With the police on his trail, he'd enticed another woman, Nomfundo Kyolo, into his grasp. He raped, then murdered her. It was this unthinkable crime that led to his conviction and how he crossed paths with one of the country's leading forensic psychologists, Dr. Gerard Labuskakhni. Dr. Labuskakhni interviewed Bester ahead of his first court appearance. And uh, 
I'm sitting in a position where I feel I want this thing to pass as soon as possible. Mm. I think that's Tabo Besta in his purest con man form. So when did you decide you don't want to put people through suffering? Because you've been putting people through suffering quite a lot, very repeatedly, in various different ways for years. Mm -hmm. Now we must suddenly believe you that you feel very bad about what you've done. It's nonsense. Besta was sentenced to life for Kyolo's murder, 50 years on two counts of rape and a further 15 for armed robbery. But if he had his way, and he very nearly did, he had no intention of serving that sentence. A decade into his time behind bars, Bester would stage a prison escape so brazen, so audacious, that it defied belief. Initially, authorities believed Tabo Bester died after setting himself alight in May last year. But DNA tests revealed that the charred remains found in the convicted rapist and murderer's cell belonged to someone else. In a plan that reads like a movie script, it appears that a body, still not identified, was smuggled into Bester's cell before being set alight. In the fire's aftermath, the official line remained that Bester had died in the flames. Others, though, knew better. The prisoner, who we'll call Inmate X, shared the same unit as Bester and claims the events leading to the fire were suspicious. So scared about the consequences of talking to us, he insisted we hide his identity. We've asked an actor to voice what inmate X told us in a recorded interview. He was a very quiet guy, but you could see that he has everything. He was carrying a roll of money. He said, if you have money, you will get everything. Inmate X tells us that after initially being held in the prison's common area, Bester was mysteriously moved into solitary confinement on the 30th of April last year. Before Bester arrived, the guy was then told to leave that cell. The guy refused, wanting to know the reason behind it. He was forced out to make way for Bester. Now a resident of cell 35, the infamous Facebook rapist told anyone who asked that his stay would be a short one. He said to me, I am just here, but soon I'll be gone. Then, just three days after being moved, in the early hours of the 3rd of May, the prisoners were woken up by an explosion. Around two o'clock, we were sleeping. Then we heard an explosion. After the explosion, we all woke up, even other inmates. We could all smell the petrol and open the windows while questioning what is going on. Everyone could smell the petrol, but we didn't know where it was coming from. Inmate X says he and the other prisoners pushed the panic buttons in their cells while smoke billowed from cell 35. Then, about 30 minutes later, more panic. Between 20 to 40 minutes later, we had a second explosion. The second explosion was worse than the first one. Then we then overheard from the nurses that he is dead. That he was Bester, or so they thought. While prison officials stuck to their conclusions, it didn't take much for the inmates to draw their own. The charred remains in cell 35 did not belong to Bester. 
they knew because some of them, he told them that he would be leaving. But whose body did they carry out of cell 35? And just as crucially, how did it get into this maximum security prison in the first place? The answer, says inmate X, might lie in the arrival before the fire of a mysterious wooden box. This wooden kist was taken from the buggy to the kitchen. In the morning, they then saw someone going from the kitchen. Could it be that whatever or whomever was inside the kist was rolled into cell 35 on the evening of the fire and later rolled out by senior officials? They went out, but they didn't use usual entrance. They used the emergency door, which is just in front of cell 35, where Besta was staying. Tabo Besta was now at large. And yet, that a convicted rapist and murderer was on the loose was kept from the public. Our sources say prison officials and the Department of Correctional Services had knowledge of Tabo Besta's daring escape from prison soon after the incident. But why wasn't the public informed about it earlier? The government spends nearly a billion rand a month on the London-listed security giant G4S to run two private prisons in South Africa. Police and Prisons Civil Rights Union spokesperson Richard Mamabolo believes the months-long cover-up is a sign of the corruption in private prisons. Is this not an embarrassing indictment that somebody can orchestrate something so elaborate and get away with it for such a long time? It's humanly impossible for anybody to escape within, from that prison except through the help of uh, perhaps the individuals. And you had to get the body inside the prison, into the cell again, and you had to then get Mr. Bester out. There's a profit incentive attached to incarceration. Um, and so inmates are seen as a commercial entity. Author and journalist Ruth Hopkins has investigated the prison system and Mangawung in particular for a decade. She co-produced a documentary called Prison for Profit. Prisoners uh, started telling me stories about widespread torture, forced injections with antipsychotic drugs, a murder that had taken place in the prison, uh, a lot of other suspicious deaths. And I would say Mangaung prison is the most violent and cruel prison and most lawless prison that I've come across. Inmate X says he tried and failed to raise the alarm with prison authorities about the fire and what he believed to be Bester's escape. I demanded to see them with regards to this Bester thing. I asked them, what are your thoughts with regards to this? Because this is not a suicide. It's an escape. Far from taking action, inmate X says his identity was exposed and his safety compromised. He was transferred from Mangawung prison to another facility. Amid deafening silence from G4S on the Great Escape, the not-for-profit investigative news agency Ground Up got a tip-off in October last year. The team, including Marisha Damons, chased down proof. According to the autopsy report, um, when the post-mortem was performed on the body after the fire had broken out, it was indicated that that individual who had died in the fire was about 1.45 meters. 
And the discrepancy comes in because Tabu Besta, his height was just over 1.7 meters. Ground Up revealed that the body inside cell 35 had been dead before the fire started. Then, in March this year, social media exploded as a photo of Bester out shopping with his accomplice, Dr. Nandipa, went viral. Mangawong Correctional Center is a maximum security prison and the second largest privately owned prison in the world. It was a first of its kind in our country and was introduced as a way of eradicating overcrowding in South African prisons. G4S dismissed three employees for Bester's escape. One of them was the prison's controversial former security supervisor, Senoe Matsuara. According to inmate X, Matsuara behaved suspiciously on the morning of the fire, apparently distracted by his cell phone while colleagues were dealing with the emergency. It's one of the things that almost made all of us suspicious that something is wrong here. But for his plan to succeed, Bester would need someone on the outside too. I was six years old when I told my father that I want to be a doctor. And that is where it's alleged Dr. Nandipa fits in. A successful medical professional who described herself in this interview as a loving mother and passionate dermatologist. Her fall has been spectacular. A camera-shy Dr. Nandipa appeared in court this week where she's facing several charges, including murder. With her in the dock was a prison official responsible for CCTV cameras. It's not uncommon where we see people who date people who are already convicted, meet them while they're in prison and end up in relationships and marry them, etc. She might feel there's true love. For him, like I said, if I look at his background, I would have a huge question mark hanging over his feelings towards her. Adding another twist to an already twisted tale, Dr. Nandipa's father, Zolile Sekeleni, appeared in court days before his daughter, charged with murder and defeating the ends of justice. His co-accused was none other than former G4S employee, Senoe Matsuara. Last in line for a court appearance was Bester himself. Dressed in a tracksuit, he claimed to be a target for poisoning in his new prison, Pretorius Kosi Mamburu. He's facing charges of escaping from lawful custody, defeating the ends of justice, violation of a dead body, and fraud. G4S, meanwhile, claims CCTV cameras weren't working on the day of the fire. That in any event, Bester's cell was located in a camera blind spot, and that warden Matsuara ignored all phone calls. Other questions remain unanswered, notably, whose body was engulfed by flames in cell 35? Why did it take this long for Bester's escape to come to light? Who else was involved in his jailbreak? And why did Nandipa Magudumana, a once respected doctor, throw away her future for a man convicted of rape and murder? As authorities and the public try to find answers to these questions, we'll be keeping tabs on developments in court. Thanks for listening. Why not share Carte Blanche, the podcast, with family and friends, even those living overseas? 
They can find us now on Spotify and all major platforms. 